0: Job chapter number 19, uh, I want to make some remarks before we begin reading in verse uh, 25. I want to preach this morning on a strange subject, I guess, to begin a meeting on, and you're going to think, why in the world do you have a preacher in that would preach on that? But I, I want to begin the meeting and preach on, I don't know. I just don't know. And you would say, well, how impractical is that? Well, you come all the way up here this morning to tell us that you don't know? That's correct. I I just come to tell you that I don't, I just don't know. My heart, my thoughts go to the book of Job and the calamities that he faced, that you're well aware of the sorrows and the heartaches that seemed to rush over his soul in an instant and leave him in total darkness without understanding, not cognizant of what was taking place. As I read this book, the thought that comes to me prevalent is Job didn't know. Of all of these things that seemed to prevail in his life, he did not have an answer for them. He could not, as we read these 42 chapters, figure it out. Job, he didn't know that there had been a conversation in heaven between God and the devil. He was not aware of that confrontation that took place involving himself. He didn't know that. I don't know that he ever knew that. We have no indication that God ever suggested to him or implied or let him know what had transpired on his behalf in glory. Job didn't know that God had chosen him as a servant to illustrate to Satan and to the world and even you and I this morning of a man who would serve God for naught. Job didn't have to have all the benefits. He didn't have a pyramid gospel that said, you know, if you serve the Lord, this is what you get. Job would serve God whether he was sick or whether his children were healthy or whatever the circumstances were. And, and God had chosen him. He never knew that. I can find no place that he was ever aware that God had picked him out and that one day, as a matter of fact, he told us back in verse 23 and 24, I wish my words were written in a book. Well, they were, but he didn't know there was going to be. He didn't know that you and I, he had no idea that you and I were going to read his writings or his thoughts or his experiences even in this day, so much he was not aware of. Uh, Job could not tell you why his children died, all ten of them buried. in the bereavement of his soul on one day, He didn't have an answer for that. Job did not know why all of his possession, his cattle, his sheep, his oxen, uh, his camels, he did not know why that uh, they were all swept away in an instant. Job did not know why his friends could not give him a word Of comfort, why they couldn't figure something out. Of all of his experiences, Job did not know the beginning of what happened in his life, and he he did not know what would be the ending of what had transpired in his life. He did not know how it began, he did not know how it would end. But you know, I don't want to uh, make it seem as if Job is a is a uh, unique person in this area. Because really, when I read the Bible, I find that it's filled with people that didn't know a whole lot. Couldn't understand a whole lot. David couldn't figure out why Saul was his enemy for 10 to 15 years, all that running around, sleeping in caves and all those other things where those psalms were written and he would often say, why, Lord, why? He didn't know. The three Hebrew children, when they were about to be uh, thrown into the fiery furnace, they they said, now we know God can, but we don't know what's going to happen, but we're not going to bow. We just, we don't know what's going to happen come out of this Simon Peter didn't know on that night of which his Lord was betrayed and and, and which he himself turned his back on him and, and he didn't know the fullness of the outcome of that Joseph didn't know how long he was going to have to stay in prison he didn't know how long it would be or if he would ever see his father again he did not know He, he just didn't, he just didn't know. The blind man, <laughs> all he said concerning the Lord, I, 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 don't, I don't know about what y'all are asking me. And can I say to you this morning, there are some things in life that you will never know. Some things about life that you will never know. And of all the knowledge that there seems to prevail in this world today, there's just a skiff, there's just a spoonful as you would dip it into the ocean that we really know. 99.9% about everything we don't know if we were honest. We just don't know. And can I say to you, as a matter of fact, of the things that are important in life, get this, of the things that are important in life, there are only two or three things that you will only ever know for sure. Think about that. If you could get you a pen this evening and sit down and write, of the things that are very vital and important in life that you know for sure. How many things would you be able to write down? But you see, don't be discouraged. There's not a whole lot you have to know. And of those two or three things that you do know for certain, you didn't learn them. They weren't taught to you. There's no educational system that can educate you in them. They were revelations. God Almighty had to show you those things. But while there are so many things about where you're at right now, what you're going through right now, what you are facing right now, what we may face in our tomorrows, so many things that we would have to be honest and just say, I I really, I don't know. The other side of that is, Those two or three things that you do know for certain that you can pin down, they will carry you through all of the times that you do not know. And God's not going to tell you over two or three things in a lifetime. Matter of fact, it may not go beyond one thing. And everything else you see, you will perceive through the one thing God showed you. If you know anything else, it'll come out of the one thing that he told you. As a 14-year-old boy, almost 40 years ago, he came to me and revealed to me and told me of his salvation in his Son, and he birthed me into the family of God. And I'm going to tell you, I've looked at this whole world through that one thing. Amen. Every idea, every thought, everything that I hear and see, I see through the channel and the kaleidoscope of the one thing that God told me. So you see, you don't have to know a lot. Matter of fact, if you know over two or three things, for sure, that's where your trouble's coming from. You know too much. You're trying to give everybody else the answer. You're a Dr. Phil. You're sitting around trying to figure out the what's and where's and why's and how-to-fors of your own life and everybody else's life and it's causing you nothing but strife and, and aggravation and agitation and frustration because you're living in the realm of what you don't know. But, children of God, why should we sit around and think and ponder and struggle over what we don't know when God's given us two or three things that we do know that we can carry throughout all this life into eternity? Amen. Folks know too much. That's why they're in a the mess. Huh? Now, I'm not going to get political. I'm glad the election's over, thank God. Amen. But I will say what one old preacher, B.R. Lakin, said, right wing, left wing, they're both a part of the same old bird. said Mike, we're in the same trouble no matter what we do. That's right. I'm tired of matter-of-fact, folks. I just go across the country anymore looking for people that don't know nothing. I just want somebody to look at me and say I don't know. Living in a world that lives in the realm of what they think they know and it won't get them beyond tomorrow. Job didn't know. He had no understanding. He didn't have a clue. Honey, you don't know and I don't know. I didn't come here this week to let you know some new theory or some new revelation or something I just figured out. Matter of fact, you know what worship's all about? It's you and I coming together, talking every time, singing every time, preaching every time on the two or three things we know for sure. And if you get outside of that bounds, you've went too far. I preach somewhere every week just about of the year. And the amazing thing is, I go across this country preaching every week of the year saying the same two or three things. Well, that's all I know. Huh? No matter if I preach it in Genesis or if I preach it in Revelation or I preach it in Matthew, all I know is two or three things. Probably just one. And I just say the same thing. I just say it out of a different text because this book's all about one thing. That's about Jesus. And if I get to saying anything else, I'm saying something wrong. And isn't that amazing? I go across the country preaching the same thing everywhere I go and I get done. there. I say, oh, preacher, thank you. Man, I'm telling you, I loved it. You heard it a thousand times. I just not through me. So, man, man, we like you preaching on that cross and preaching on salvation, resurrection, second coming. What's all we know? Yeah. But we get together, we don't come together talking about what we don't know. We come together, we sing about what we know and we preach about what we know and we testify about what we know and it's those things that we know carry us through all the things we don't know. Amen. Say, preach, I got some things going on in my life and I don't know. Good. If you come to the place you don't know, they'll just quit trying to know. And go back to thinking about the things you do know. And that'll make a difference. (laughs) Ain't that liberating? I like that. I just don't know. I don't know. I like that. Now notice what Job said he did know. He didn't know anything about all that. He didn't know anything about all that. And you probably don't know anything about all that. It's going on in your life. That's all right. Job said, I'll just tell you, if I could write it down, here's what I'd write down. If I could say anything, here's what You know what, here's what I'm... I don't know about all this stuff, but let's talk about what I do know. Amen. He said, I don't know about my children. I, I don't know about my cattle. I don't know about my body. I don't know about my physical shape that I'm in. I don't know why all this collapse. I don't know what is transpired. I don't know how it's all gonna end. But in verse twenty-five he said, For I know that my Redeemer liveth. We're talking about Job, the earliest book in the Bible. They tell us close to 4,000 years ago. And honey, he knew it back then. I know if you could know anything's gonna carry you through. God's let you know my Redeemer liveth. That he shall stand in the latter day upon the earth. Though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. Man, what a mouthful! Out of a man that doesn't know anything! Whom I shall see for myself, mine eyes shall behold, and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. You may not know about the economy. You may not know about your 401K. You may not know about Social Security. You may not know about your job and how long it's going to last. You may not know what's going to happen on the political scene. You may not know how soon this old world is going to turn upside down as far as the one world. We may not. We don't know. But thank God no matter who won the election, no matter what happens on Wall Street and Dow Jones, and he must have been a Baptist up one day and down the next, no matter what happens, no matter what happens physically, no matter what happens as far as your life is concerned, no matter what happens as far as your children are concerned, there are some things, thank God, that are settled in your heart and soul that you do know. Get back to what you know. Yeah. Sing about what you know. Preach about what you know. Testify about what you know. And I promise you, it'll carry you through all that you don't know. <laughs> somebody said, well, when we get to heaven, I don't want to argue the point, maybe you will know, but somebody said, Oh, ah, when we get to heaven, we may not know it down here, but we'll, We'll know it all in the by and by. Well, well now, wait a minute. When we get to heaven, I don't know about I don't know if we'll care to talk about the things that we didn't know. You see, because what they're doing in heaven's not talking about all the things we don't know. What they're doing in heaven is they're singing and worshiping around the things they do know. And I don't think there's going to be a counseling line in heaven for all of those dysfunctional Christians that were all, you know, fuzzed out over what they didn't know and, right. and God says, all right, come now, now, let me tell you, this is what happened over here and this is what happened over here. And this. Is that a good enough answer for you? I don't think we'll care. Uh-huh. We well, just say, "Where's the Lamb?" I want to praise Him. I want to say, "I want to." Th- we're going to go to heaven and spend eternity in the realm of what we've known all along. We ain't going to have to change languages and spirits and learn anything. We've done been taught all heaven needs to teach. Glory well, to God! Don't have to have no manuscripts and no Sunday school lessons in heaven to teach you what you need to know. The Holy Ghost done taught you. And when you get to heaven, you won't look around wondering what everybody's singing and talking about. You'll know because it's what you've always known. And you won't care about what you didn't know. I like it, don't you? Oh, yeah, Job didn't know. He didn't know some things. But he did know some things. He didn't know about his life and what he's going through but he said I know somebody that liveth. <laughs> he said I know I've, I've been at the graveyard I know, I know the, but I know somebody that liveth. He didn't know about his death he thought he's going to die by this disease but he didn't really know that he's going to pull out of that but he did know the resurrection isn't that something he knew about the resurrection back then. He said, though worms destroy this body. He said, I know. He didn't know about what he couldn't understand, what he couldn't perceive, what he he didn't know. But he knew that one day there was going to be some things he was going to see and he said, I will behold and I will see for myself and not another. Another. I may not have 20-20 down here, but honey, I'm going to have perfect Amen. vision in heaven. Amen. I'm going to see some things. Yeah. And he could see them from down here. He could behold them. He didn't know about others. He didn't know what others were going to do. But he said in the text as he spoke of himself, he said, my Redeemer liveth. He said, I've been bought. I ain't got nothing to sell. I've lost it all, but I've been bought. And I'd rather been bought than I would try to sell something. Amen. Amen. I'd rather know I've been bought than to own a cattle on a thousand hills. Amen. Yes. And I'd rather know that he's my redeemer. He's mine. Amen. He's mine. Aren't you glad for what you know? Amen. Paul said it right when he said, we know that all things... Well, how many saints has that carried through situations when they didn't know? When the world was pitying them and saying, poor soul, and even trying to give them an answer, and try to tell them why, what happened, and all this other thing. And they didn't know, never could know, and nobody could give them the answer, but they did know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them John said, These things I write unto you that believe on the name of the Lord Jesus that ye may know what? Right. That you have eternal life. Woo! I love that, don't you? Amen. Amen. I've got eternal life. <laughs> you can know that. Paul said, I know in whom I have Believed and I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him on that sad day. Amen. He laid around in them prisons. Yep. Floated around in them oceans from shipwrecks. Yep. Just thought about what he knew. <laughs> Boy, ain't that a blessing? That you got some things that you know. That'll carry you through the storms and the whiplashings and the deaths and the heartaches and the trials and all of those other things that'll carry you on through because we know some things. You see, I just come to tell you this morning and invite others to the meeting this week. And just tell him, you need to come hear this preacher. He don't know. <laughs> he doesn't have a clue. He's got no sermons on seven steps to how to. Yeah. <laughs> the cure for this and that. Right. I just come to tell you, <laughs> I'm glad to be here this week, but I just want to tell you for a start, I don't know. They asked Jesus one day, they said, Lord, what shall be the sign of thy coming and thy return? He said, no, I don't know. <laughs> Didn't he? Yeah. Well, until Jesus don't know, ain't no need you trying to figure it out. Right. <laughs> and it won't be too embarrassing if folks find out you ain't as smart as him. You don't have to have an answer for everything. That's what gets you in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You don't have to answer that. When your children ask, you say, I don't know. If you don't know, just say I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Holy Ghost will work on that, yeah. huh? Yeah. Be honest with this old world. Yeah. Let them see the clarity and transparency of your heart. I just no, no, yeah. honey. You ain't no need to getting down and feeling sorry for yourself, because God's yeah. told you enough yeah. Yeah. that you can rejoice, clean through Amen. what you don't know. I don't know. But thank God in heaven with blessed assurance that Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I want to thank him this morning for the one or two. I did not figured it out. I think all I know is one. But one, two, or three things that I know for sure.